Hey everyone, welcome to season two of the Be Brave and Beautiful podcast. We just wanted to say Happy New Year. We're so happy you're here. We made it. It's finally 2021. Everyone give yourself a round of applause. <laughs> well, I'm here with my mom, Anne-Marie. Hello. And we're just so excited to kick off this uh, second season of this podcast. Um, but just recapping from last year, we know a lot of people would uh, just like to bury 2020. If we could just never go back, I feel like we would all be happy. Um, but today my mom and I are going to try and put 2020 in a different light. So shameless little plug here. My mom writes inspirational articles for the online news platform called The Stream. And she's a rock star. You can find them all at thestream.org if you search her name, Anne-Marie McLean. And so the topics that we're actually going to cover today, um, she's actually going to mention here in a few days. I think you're publishing it soon, right? I hope so. Okay. Um, so you guys get a little sneak peek of it, but uh, we're actually going to dive in more of what she's about to mention of just life lessons and topics that we're taking away from 2020. And um, I know that we all might not share the same opinion when it comes to how we want to think of this past year, uh, but my mom and I are actually going to dive in why we wouldn't trade 2020 for the world. I think it's through some of the most challenging and uncomfortable times that we grow and we learn the most about ourselves, the person that we want to become, how we want to live, how we're going to interact within our relationships. And ironically, sometimes that only comes through actually living through events and experiences that cause us to confront ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, after all is said and done, I personally didn't even know I needed the year 2020 until it all happened. Mm -hmm. I'm walking away from it feeling like I'm kind of in a sense forever changed, which is crazy. For so sure. uh, we're going to dive into five life lessons. So I'm going to start off with mom. I feel like the Lord just exposed and revealed so many truths to you in the 12 months that were 12 that were 2020. So in this past year, um, what's one of those life lessons that you can share with our listeners that you feel like you're forever going to carry with you for the rest of your life? Yeah, I want to say that looking back on 2020, that there were so many lessons that I learned. Um, when the shutdown happened, so much shut down. Mm -hmm. And I was just on the back porch, to be honest, just looking at our backyard yeah. and contemplating life. And it was in that place of quietness that I felt like the Lord began to speak to me. I would just get um, be thinking about news events or processing different things. And God would just very gently like give me certain perspectives on it that were grounded in the word of God. Mm -hmm. Um, all glory to God. I, I do have a, a foundation in his word. And from there, God can begin to pull out of our storehouses, what he wants to say for particular situations and times. And so my first lesson would be feeling like I could hear God for myself. Totally. I think that, um, 2020 was a year of many, many, many voices. Yeah. And, with those many voices, it can get confusing. And so I feel that coming into 2021 that I want to say like, no, no, I need to rely on the voice of my good shepherd. Mm -hmm. And in John 10 verse four, it says the sheep follow him because they know his voice mm. and a stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him because they don't know the voice of the stranger. And so going into 2021, um, I don't ever want to be the same again from the standpoint of I want to be so much more oriented to um, the voice of my good shepherd Jesus. No, that's so good. And I like what you mentioned too of just like, 
that still small voice. You know, it's not the shout. While there's so many just, I feel like it's shouts and screams and loud voices that Mm -hmm. we're trying to decipher. Where is this coming from every single day? It's so hard to just say like, I need to quiet everything Mm -hmm. and hear that still small voice. And um, I was reading and praying this morning too. And I feel like uh, the Lord was showing me that there is so much power in yielding and like Mm -hmm. waiting to hear that still small whisper. And so we're going to mention that a little later in one of our other Mm -hmm. points. Um, But I love the song. It actually came out in 2020. It's called The Voice of God Mm. by Dante Boa. And uh, Stephanie Gretzinger sings in it too. And it's just so beautiful because I think like it says that the voice of God can actually come in random things throughout your day. You can experience it not actually just as like words a, so you know, good. a whispered word, but yeah, yeah. you can hear like crackles in a fire or laughter in a conversation or raindrops on a tin roof. I mean, all of that is the power of God. Mm-hmm. And so I think even moving forward for me, I want to see the voice of God more in those elements and mm-hmm. more in that aspect of nature. So, And I think also just people understanding people that belong to God, the people of God mm-hmm. are going to know the voice of the one that they follow. It's, yeah. it's, it's no different than I know your voice or I know dad's voice. I know God's voice. And when it sounds different or it acts different or the words seem different, then something can be off. And I think that we need to be processing the different voices that are incoming to us. Right. We're going to talk more about that later. Mm-hmm. But when you so know the voice of the shepherd or the voice of a loved one, then there's no fear in that. Right. You're able to trust that. Exactly. No, I love that. I think that's so beautiful. It's so authentic. It's so genuine. And if anything, you start to crave it more. Like you want to hear the voice of God because you know that it brings so much comfort. It brings so much confidence. And so um, anyone listening to this, I just, if you struggle with kind of hearing God and um, I know I went through that a little bit too of like, is this really his voice or is this me making this up? I don't really know. Um, then just, I encourage you guys to start praying that the Lord um, just tunes your ears to his voice and allows like all the noise to just quiet itself. Um, so yeah, the voice of God, that song has been totally just instrumental in me hearing God's voice. And then um, another great voice or another great song is Quiet by Elevation mm. and just quieting yes. everything around you. So. Yeah. And then I would say one more thing about the shepherd is like, what does a shepherd do for his sheep? He, he takes care of them. Mm-hmm. He protects them. Totally. He keeps them in the fold. Like where he leads and the sheep follow, they'll be in a safe place. Mm. I think that's really good going into 2021 that as we attune our our ears to the voice of the shepherd, mm-hmm. we can trust that he's leading us into a place of protection. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we might not feel physically protected, say, you know, from a virus like Corona or whatever, but what he's speaking to our spirit eternally protects us. Mm, so good. So that was the first point. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything more on that? I no, love that. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a big one. Is yeah. like, wait, no, I can hear God. Exactly. <laughs> and it, it's just like what we said, when you hear him, you don't want to hear any other voice. You just mm-hmm. want to hear his. Okay, so then the second life lesson that we're taking away from this past year is that choosing joy in the midst of trying times is a potent weapon against the enemy. Amen. And I (laughs) love this one because we can just stop at the first two words, choosing joy. I mean, you have to choose it. It is a daily decision to say that you're going to get up and decide not to have depression and anxiety and worry and fear rule over your life. And... um, you know, I was looking more into this topic and thinking like, well, how 
how is joy actually a weapon? Because if anything, some people can say like, oh, well, joy is an emotion or it's an expression. Mm -hmm. But no, it's actually a a weapon that Mm -hmm. can be used against the enemy. It says in Nehemiah 8.10 that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And joy can actually give you the power, the strength, and the energy to defeat a devilish weapon. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so cool is that those yeah. weapons that come against our mind, like exactly. anxiety, like depression. doubt, like mm-hmm. depression, worry, oppression. Yeah. When those, when when you feel all that coming in, and you feel like literally you're in a little small room, and it's all closing in around you. It's like there's always something that we can find joy in if you know God, right. because our joy can be in our eternal salvation every single day of our life. Mm-hmm. We are eternally secured for Jesus to be with Him forever. Yeah, you know, and so there's always joy in some day and 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 sometimes I feel like when we go through those harder times that we can become find the joy in the smaller things that mm-hmm. the Lord has given us so in 2020 I found a new uh, a new appreciation for what I did have rather than what I did it mm. so there were some freedoms that I felt like were taken away from me in 2020 not that that was the focus right but I still struggled with it I still had bad attitudes on certain days <laughs> oh, over totally, those yeah. things and then when I switched it around into positivity and joy Mm -hmm. it really made a difference no I I remember in the beginning of 2020 I mean we got into gardening and baking and just like these random just things that we never did before because we finally had the time but there was so much joy like you said in the small things and it was right in front of you I mean we have this great house on a lake and just to be able to plant gardens out in the front yard you know like that can bring you joy and so uh for me joy helped me overcome my grief of losing a lot of things and Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people grieved not having a life that they wanted in 2020 or things not looking the same and so that's when it is a weapon you have to say I'm not I'm not living like this anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't want to live a life full of grief and depression and anxiety mm-hmm. and worrisome. I mean, I wasn't called to live like that. God said that I'm going to give you life and life abundantly. Mm-hmm. And he's called us to live in freedom. And so that's why it says like, we have to choose joy. We have to actually mm-hmm. daily say, this is not going to, or this is going to be my mindset. This is going to be the way I live. Um, and what, one of the things that bring you joy is community. Mm-hmm. And, and like even through the p- pandemic and shutdown, I felt like you were bringing together your small community. Mm-hmm. Everybody wound up with antibodies, so that was all good. <laughs> right. So uh, and, and in that, you were taking a lot of joy knowing that that was feeding your soul oh, for connection. Absolutely. I feel like my biggest thing walking away from 2020 that I'm like, wow, Lord, thank you so much for doing that, is that my friends from years ago finally were in one place at one mm-hmm. time we had the availability and we just got so much closer and there is so much joy in just being with people that it's a godly community the lord intends you to be in fellowship Mm -hmm. and i never want to look outside of that and be like well what if i was moving and made new friends like no god put me right here in this season with these people and Mm -hmm. there's so much blessing that comes with just being present right there so and remember what you were saying um we were talking earlier and you were saying you know the enemy doesn't want you joyful Mm-hmm. he's actually trying to oppress and depress you totally so that's where joy does become that weapon because you're doing the exact opposite of what he's trying to do to you mm-hmm. exactly you know the enemy wants us to literally live miserable lives yeah. and so when he sees a joyful person i mean that's why 
sometimes me and my friends, Maddie and Janeshko, were like, oh, spiritual warfare. Because yeah. we'll see when the enemy immediately wants to attack our joy or take something away from us that's so great and so fruitful. And so, um, yeah, just know that if you have the joy of the Lord and that is your gift and you choose to be happy every single day, don't be surprised if the enemy is going to try and attack that. But Absolutely. know that joy will always win in the end. Joy comes in the morning. Yes. Joy oh comes gosh. in the morning. Uh, okay, so that's our second point. Our third You had point. a Bible verse for that. Oh, I did. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot. I'm so sorry, bro. Well, our Bible verse for the fact that we have to choose joy in the midst of chaos um, actually comes out of Isaiah 55, verse 12. And it says, You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Mm-hmm. I think that's so beautiful because I love how just... The Psalms, Proverbs, Isaiah, they really bring in the whole nature aspect of it too, you know? It's just a beautiful picture. Mm -hmm. That's what God does for us. He leads us out in joy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nature Mm -hmm. praises God Mm -hmm. in joy as well. uh, But we're going to go into our third point. Mm -hmm. And mom has a lot of just wisdom and goodness for this point. Um, But the third point is that we are in control of what and if we fear it is not dictated to us. Um, yeah, gosh. I just felt like there was a whole bunch of dictating going on this past year mm-hmm. where I was trying, like, outside forces, that's the only way to put it, were trying to tell me that I needed to be afraid of this and afraid of that and shut down and locked up and whole nine yards. And while I completely respect what the whole world is going through, Mm -hmm. and it's been so difficult for so many people, I really struggled with the fact that from my worldview and trusting God with the beginning of my life, the end of my life, and everything in between, I was struggling with the fact that I just at times didn't feel afraid almost to the point where like I was felt like well should I be afraid right am I missing something here like am I am, am I not you know and, and almost there was a shame attached to like a like a message that was circulating in society mm-hmm. for me to fear something that I just didn't fear mm. and so that comes from all of these verses that my whole life I've read where it says be strong and courageous um, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. That's Joshua 1.9. And then 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For the Lord has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of mm. love and of self-control. And, 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 and you have not received a spirit that makes you a slave to fear, Romans 8.15. But you have received a spirit that makes you cry out, Abba, Father, that I have a Father that is going to hold me in every situation. So because of the grounding in those words, and those words are truth, it was really hard for me to accept um, what I felt like was an assault to try to instill fear in me, Mm -hmm. and I just didn't feel like it was there. Does that make sense? I know it sounds crazy. No, (laughs) it totally makes sense. And also, like, some back context on mom, too, is, like, (laughs) one of your spiritual gifts is just straight-up bravery and courage. I'd like to say she is the brave of brave and beautiful. No, no, (laughs) no. You know? So, like, in a situation like this, though, I feel like naturally, like, God has given you that spirit of power, love, and self-discipline. Like, you do not fear. Like, your first instinct is not to actually run to fear. I've never really seen you immediately be crippled by fear by something. And I think that is just what God has given you. So I feel like because you have that spiritual gifting, you want to shake the people around you and be like, wake up. You know, like, God has called us higher into more. Um, 
but yeah, go a little deeper into that because in 2020, when everything started to happen, um, did you know exactly like this is an attack against your spirit or how did you feel like you like had to process through I felt like all I, of that? You know, I, I had to discern between, th- there's different kinds of fear. So there's like a respect for something. So take the virus since it's like the elephant in the room. So I can respect COVID-19, mm-hmm. okay, for the virus and the contagion that it is. Right. But I don't have to accept a message that says, you could die from this. Right. Because in my spirit, by faith, I ain't dying from this. Exactly. Now, that could come across, okay, well, I know somebody who did. Mm-hmm. And that could really be taken wrong. And in no way do I want to offend any person. Well, this person's struggling. I have people in my life that have struggled. I have to literally 75 year old parents who I would never want to expose or, you know, make them susceptible to this. Right. So there's that compassion for those who are at risk, but then for the rest of us, for the 99% who's now it's proven that like you're making it through this. I want to like, I I do. I want to say to those people, even if you get it, you're making it through, you're You're going through. through, it might be terrible. It might, it might linger on your own, as everybody knows, Michaela had COVID. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so yes. Half our family had COVID. For some reason, I tested negative. We don't know why. <laughs> okay. So anyways, um, with Michaela's thing, it was so sad to see Michaela just worn out for weeks and weeks on end. Mm-hmm. And yet I had that assurance in my spirit. I'm like, you're making it through. Yeah. You're coming through this. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's the difference of saying... Me feeling like, no, I'm in control of how panicked mm-hmm. I am about something or if I fear it at all from an unhealthy fear standpoint. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can respect that. Yes, I can try to slow the spread whole nine yards, right? Right, totally. But at the same time, I don't need to be paralyzed by it. No. And uh, going back to saying like how joy is one of our weapons, like I think the enemy's most powerful weapon or one of most powerful's weapon is fear. And so because it paralyzes us. It causes us to literally get out of control in every move and decision. And it's crippling. I mean, it's just straight up crippling. Like we've talked about in past podcasts. And so, um, I like how you said, like it, you have to choose to not let it paralyze you Mm -hmm. because we're not even just talking about like fear of the virus. Like, you know how many things are going on right now? (laughs) Right. Fear of tomorrow. Right. I mean, (laughs) I could just go down the list. We have division. We have conflict. We have persecution. We have violence. We have crime. There's natural disasters going on. Unemployment, COVID-19, death. I mean, I'm fearing for my financial future. We have fear of our families. I mean, if you allow fear to truly like take a hold of your life, you're not going to know how to live. I mean, yeah. hour by hour. Yeah. So, so fear, fear really goes back to what you believe. Mm-hmm. If you believe that you're chosen of God, that you're favored of God, that you are called of God, then see, I live with the belief that I'm favored of God and God. If even if the whole other world is going berserk, He's making a way for me. Mm. I believe He's making a way for me through the desert. He's making streams in the wasteland. Like, these are things I believe. Right. Like, he's providing for me even in the crazy. Mm. And I believe that. And 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 I just, I think that's what I want for other people. It's like, wait, no, no. Believe that for yourself. Because, right. because God actually does love you. 100%. God does care about you. Mm-hmm. God knows your fears and wants to reach in and touch the, the most vulnerable part of you and comfort it and say, I'm here. Right. It's going to be okay mm-hmm. because I'm invincible. 
I can't be conquered. Right. And when I decree something and I declare something, like, it's happening. Absolutely. No, great way to wrap up that point. There's so much there. Yeah, there is. You know? (laughs) And um, it's funny because throughout, like, all last year, my dad has this phrase, and he's like, all right, girls, you got to find your A game. (laughs) That's a a life phrase. That wasn't even a 2020 phrase. No, yeah, that's his life phrase. And and if anything, though, it was kind of, like, profound in the way that I handled fear because I almost had to find my A game with it because Mm -hmm. I started to allow it to creep into my mind, heart, and soul. Mm -hmm. And... I mean, it was truly starting to take over my life as far as the virus, what my job looks like. Am I ever going to move out? And I mean, gosh, we could go down the line. Mm-hmm. And so um, when my dad said that, though, I'm like, actually, I do need to take control of this. Mm-hmm. I need to take control of my mind, proclaim the truths that you just said, but then also a big part of overcoming that fear and not letting it be dictated to us is guarding our hearts Mm -hmm. and putting up that wall and saying, I'm actually not going to let that seep into my heart right now. Like this is where my wall is. And like the enemy has no power in Mm -hmm. coming that close to me. So I have one last little story and it has to do with childbirth and it had to do with Chloe's childbirth. I had given birth to Michaela Alyssa and on my third one, I was wanting a supernatural childbirth and I knew I wanted it to be natural. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and everybody had said to me, Oh, you know, like I actually had the fear and the trauma. I literally had PTSD over what I went through with you and the whole 24 hour labor getting Michaela out was no piece of cake. Sorry. (laughs) And then it kind of got cut in half from 24 to 12. And on that third, God said, believe me and don't, don't fear this. Mm -hmm. I created women to give birth. And I'll never forget when those contractions started coming, it was getting on top of the contractions Mm -hmm. and breathing through it and saying to myself, my body was meant to do this. Yeah. I can do this. And not letting, because the pain, mm-hmm. and sometimes pain can bring fear. Oh, totally. Right? And so, like, as I began to experience the pain of childbirth, it was getting on top of it through mm-hmm. breathing and focusing in and getting in the zone. So even as we went through 2020... I think that I needed to find my zone of what I was going to keep out, just exactly what you were saying, Mm -hmm. and what I was going to let in, knowing Mm. like, no, I'm going through this. Mm. I'm not being stopped by it. So good. Found your A game. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that's one way to put it. (laughs) No, but it's true. I mean, we are in control of our thoughts and, you know, guarding our heart and proclaiming that truth is how we're going to overcome fear in 2021. In the power of Jesus, of course. Um, all right, that leads us to our next our next point. Um, and coming away from 2020, I think we can both agree this point is very relevant. Yes. Uh, there are times when remaining silent and praying is not a sign of passivity, but is actually wisdom. Totally. Yeah, this is a good one. I um, have a proverb to go with it. It's Proverbs 17, 28. It says, even a fool is considered wise if they keep silent and discerning if they hold their tongues. Mm, So good. So good. Um, I know there were a lot of times this past year where I felt pressured to say something in a timely manner. And obviously, everyone take what I'm about to say with a grain of salt. Um, Because I think there are times when we need to speak up in confidence and in faith and say it in a godly manner and it needs to be right on time when things are happening in the world. But I think there are also times where because we are fed so many lies by outside sources, the media, social media, other people, whatever that may look like for you, um, there's times where we actually need to reel back and ask the Lord for wisdom and pray and not believe everything that's being fed to us. Um, I was really convicted of this like back in August because I felt like I was just so gullible to whatever was being fed to me to just believe it right off the bat. Um, And really, I just felt like the Lord was saying, like, 
are you actually coming to the true source of truth, which is me? Or are you just like taking the clickbait and just saying, yeah, I'm going to agree with that. You know, so I think like moving forward, if all of us just actually (laughs) just say, God, what do I like, where do I need What do I need to think about this? Mm -hmm. You know, where do I need to go in order to realize like more context of it or research more? And, um, my dad has been a really big role model in this area because he always, always goes back to praying first, then researching more then formulating an opinion. And I just think that's so wise. Mm -hmm. And as you said, you know, like falling for the clickbait and so, so, so many people don't just fall for the clickbait, Mm -hmm. but then they go ahead and they repost and they Mm -hmm. share. And one of the convictions that I have, um, this year, and it only took five days into 2021 to put it to the test was I felt like I had something to say. And I felt like I wanted to contribute to the conversation and that my voice needed to be heard kind of thing. And if you know me, you know that I am an opinionated person. And then I came to this point in 2020 where there was so much noise on social media that I realized that like, oh, wait, no, 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 no. I'm kind of like a nobody in this big (laughs) scheme of things, and that's okay. So if you got a whole bunch of nobodies like me weighing in to, like, the conversation, it literally becomes a shouting match or chaotic, Mm -hmm. or you can find, oh, my gosh, I literally just blew three hours arguing with this person I didn't know. And so I would just admonish the whole world. Like, literally, if you are on social media, be aware of whether you need to add to that conversation conversation or not or no if you go on there and you have any kind of diversity in your friend group Mm -hmm. then you're going to be like me and somebody going to put something out there that you're not going to agree with (laughs) you don't have to fire back Mm -hmm. you don't what is that going to accomplish right so so like this is such a place for the wisdom of god and for um the, the temperance, mm-hmm. it's a temperance that the whole, and that's a, that's like a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Right. You know, it, it's like, are we exhibiting the fruit of the Holy Spirit in this area of, of needing to be heard? And so the Lord convicted me mm-hmm. actually of the sin of self-importance. Yeah. Like I, like, wait, I'm being self-important here, feeling the need mm-hmm. either to correct somebody or say something about every little thing that happens in current events. And guess what? That's exhausting. And personally, <laughs> I think it's unproductive. No, it is. That's actually a really great point. You know, I think there's a place for it with certain people and the Lord's like called them to be that voice. But, um, I like what you said. Is it really about you and like self being self-important and self-ambitious and what you want to say and putting your name and saying, yeah, I said that. Or is it, you know what I mean? Or is it genuinely like, no, God gave me this word. And I think now's the time for me to say it. Totally. There's such a difference. There's such a difference. Yeah. Um, so I know me going forward in 2021, that's something that I really want to like hide in my heart and keep in my back pocket because let's be honest, um, it's a new year, but the chaos (laughs) continues (laughs) continues, (laughs) and we can all really learn from that going forward. I mean, the enemy wants, he comes to steal, kill and destroy. He wants to push our buttons. He wants to trigger us. And so when we realize like what our trigger points are, then we can react in a wiser way. Well, and the other thing is like, are you saying something out of emotion in the moment? Super dangerous. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, face to face, but even worse online, like it's sitting there living there in print, you know, and I mean, I get that I get that there's the delete button, but a lot of damage can be done by firing back emotionally instead of taking those negative emotions to the Lord and saying, God, I know this doesn't look like Jesus right now and I need you to change me. Right. And so mm, that is a Deep. lesson. I'm going yeah. into 2021 and Jesus is going to change me from the inside out. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Uh, well, this leads us to our last point. We kind of already touched on it, uh, but our last point is to always check the source of incoming information. Um, I know we can all get ourselves wrapped up into this anxious frenzy when we do not discern. And like we mentioned earlier in this podcast, I mean, we have so many voices in our ears that how hard is it now to hear the Holy Spirit, you know? Yeah. And for me, I felt like finally I was just like, God, I, I'm done with this. Like mm-hmm. with everything that I was listening to and feeding my brain and my soul, you kind of just hit a point where you're like, I can't take any more noise. No, you know? And, and I just was forwarded, um, the other day, um, kind of a very, far-right conspiracy YouTube video about the history of the United States and the cabal and the whole nine yards. And as I got five minutes into it, and I realized that there were certain points that the um, the YouTuber was mm-hmm. making that weren't connected with anything that would back them up. Yeah. Well, what are you saying? How, where, where do you get that piece of information? Mm-hmm. And it was transitional key pieces of information to build his narrative. Mm-hmm. So we, when we say that always check the source of incoming information, who's verifying this? Mm-hmm. Who's the authority behind right. this? Like, where is this coming from? And, and if I ingest it, then what is it doing to my psyche? What is it doing to my thought patterns? Mm-hmm. How is it affecting me? There is so much garbage out there right now trying to manipulate you. Totally. And so if you can even remotely try to like think like a lawyer or a journalist, when I say that, it would be like, prove it. Right. Prove it. Totally. And so that's where I've gone. 2020 has taught me, no, prove that. Mm -hmm. You have no idea of what you're saying. And now I'm able to even look at headlines and say, oh, total agenda for this. (laughs) Because they decided to highlight one piece of information and leave out the other five. Mm. And so this is really, really critical for me going forward is to say, what is the holistic picture of what's being communicated here? I know that's not quite as spiritual as the other ones. No, but yeah, it's still really good. I feel like even outside of the political aspect of it, you can do this with several things in your life. Yeah. For me, I was actually really convicted of this with even just people. You know, I know the point is always check the source of incoming information, but even with people, like, I think we can always check how that person is doing like what is their life experience right now like what are, what are they going through how has COVID kind of changed them like right. maybe they're isolated and depressed so when they lash out on social media I need to understand they're not coming from a healthy mindset right Correct. now you know and so this isn't just in the political realm this is more so like we just need to think through things more instead of just reacting and yes. saying a lot of people have gone through a lot of crap. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. We just need to be more sensitive. Right. But in the political realm, it, it's more with discernment, you know. But yeah. we're I, checking the source of the information mm-hmm. and, and is it hearsay? Is it being manipulated to try to change the way you think about an event? Yeah. To what you think about a person? Um, I kind of, you know, like I'm, 
obviously a generation older than you, I miss the days where where information or facts or news were presented and then they thought that we were smart mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. that we would take that information we'd come up with what we thought about it but now it's 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 come it's very personality driven and it's given to us in a way that it's like here's what you maybe should think about this right while leaving out other aspects of it mm-hmm. and this can also um when you check the source of different information like in a spiritual sense is like is the source coming from the enemy's camp right. like from the the kingdom of darkness mm-hmm. and promoting agenda that is completely contrary to god's we can literally filter it through questions like that or is this promoting the kingdom of god and le- listen everything that comes from the kingdom of god leads us into life peace joy mm-hmm. and freedom and freedom and freedom it doesn't enslave us and so I, I, I'm just, I'm really passionate about that life lesson too. All of these are applicable to me and I'm yeah. praying to God I remember them every day <laughs> in 2021. No, exactly. I mean, this is how we just grow and become better versions of ourselves. And uh, we just want to encourage you guys to uh, just like jot down in your journal, if you haven't already, any life lessons where you're so thankful you actually learned them in 2020 and you would never trade those lessons yeah, for the world. That's why we wouldn't trade 2020 mm-hmm. for the world. 2020 transformed me. Yeah. I'm never going back. Mm. I'm never not like thinking about where's this information coming. I'm never like going to be, sh- be shamed for fearing when I simply don't fear. Right. Like I'm never going to doubt that I hear God for myself. Mm. Like, like I'm changed. Yeah. No, like, I know it's crazy. I mean, Thank it's, you, Jesus. Exactly. He's holding me. Exactly. I mean, tuck that in your heart and don't like guard it. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't let anyone change that. But, um, you know, I'm so grateful to God that whatever is coming ahead, he did give us 2020 to prepare us. That's right. Um, and it really was just a test run to be even more ready for all the future has in store. And that was like so gracious of God and so mm-hmm. good of him. No, so good. You of know, him. it's so like faithful. he knows exactly. He knows what's coming. And so... If you guys feel like you had a really rough 2020 or it wasn't what you expected, just know that it's just a preparation for all this to come. And and let me say one more thing. And if if 2020 makes you feel like you're weaker, mm-hmm. that you came out and you're like, no, I'm not. I'm not jiving with what you're saying. That wasn't my experience. I feel like more scared. I feel weaker. I feel. Listen. God's a gracious God. He is so right there to scoop you up in His loving arms and to hold you mm-hmm. and to heal you. Yeah, God's a healing God. He, he can heal your emotions, your spirit, your body, and all of the above. So yeah. I, I just just keep that in mind because we 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 understand it. It wasn't easy. <laughs> <laughs> We're there with you. <laughs> but Amen. I'm so um, just excited to hear about. All of the listeners' lives, too. If you guys want to jot some of that stuff down and share it with us, us. yeah, we would love to just collaborate and learn. I mean, we all learned something different in 2020, which is the coolest thing because God is always working and moving. So we'd love to hear if any of your points relate to that or are different than that. But we're going to just leave you with this verse. It's Romans 8, 28, and it says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him and who've been called according to his purpose. And uh, we're just so excited for the year ahead and just how God is going to work in and through each one of your lives. And so we thank you guys for listening and stay tuned for the rest of season two. Thank you for listening to the Brave and Beautiful podcast. We hope these messages encourage you to live, love, and lead courageously. Be sure to subscribe and give us a rating. One more thing, follow us on Instagram at Be Brave and Beautiful. See you next time.